grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, everyone. Namaste and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet. I'm an Avesa quantum healer, medical intuitive, self ascension intuitive counselor, and your host for Light Laughter and Lattes. So happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you all are enjoying the beautiful fall weather. Um, we certainly are here um, where I am in Idaho. And so welcome, everyone, everyone listening on Oneness Talk Radio Facebook, Oneness Talk Radio YouTube. If you're catching this later on a podcast, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And so um, the topic today is living your truth. And this is such a huge topic. Um, I know living my truth has been my entire journey practically. That is the journey of self-ascension. It's the journey of self-discovery. It's the journey of remembering who you really are and living it. It is something that I have been passionate about. And of course, when you come here to do that, it's often sometimes it's always your greatest challenge. And so as a child growing up, I had lots of throat issues, uh, lost my voice a lot. Um, had um, strep throat a lot, sore throats a lot. And so that's all signs and aspects of trying to be in your truth, speak your truth, live your truth. And you're having congestions and trouble doing that because you don't feel safe or because um, you're, you know, usually you're scared, you're not feeling safe or fear. And so for any of those reasons that continue on throughout an entire lifetime, um, it, it can be a challenge for many people. And especially, especially in this world that we live in, we live in an illusion that is really everything but your truth. There are very few things out there that are are true symbols and assistance and signs of the truth of who we truly are. Um, so it can be challenging. I mean, nature might be the closest thing when we connect with nature. We, we It's like a trigger or an aspect where we can connect with the truth inside of us. But there's, there's very little in the outer world. So those who are on this journey of self self-discovery and living in their truth, um, it can be challenging to say the least. And so I'm going to go over a few of the things that I've walked through, um, some tips on maybe um, how to know if you're in your truth or not. I remember when I first kind of heard this concept about living my truth, my first thought was, well, of course I'm living my truth. I mean, I suppose anyone, no matter where you're at, everyone is doing the best that they can. And I think everyone thinks that they are living in their truth. So I guess the, the ultimate question is, what is truth really? And so the, our truth really is 
that which we truly are outside of the illusions, outside of the veil, if everything were lifted and we were standing in our naked authenticity, that would be our truth. And so very few examples of that, very few. I mean, maybe, um, you know, you see many young kids, especially trying to find that by um, wearing a lot of different things or acting out in different ways. And maybe that's more of a um, more of a statement saying, I don't want to be in the box and be like everyone else. So I'm going to push way outside of it to try to discover an aspect of me. But I, I think truth can be, you know, it can be challenging. That was a question for me. I thought, you know, I think I'm in it. But the more I was on the journey of awakening and the more healing work I did, the more I discovered, wow, that I was really living, um, not in my truth, but I was living a a version of myself, maybe with the veils, veils covering me still. And um, so it's been a journey, a journey of understanding, a journey of learning, and a huge journey of love. And so that is probably the biggest, biggest piece of our truth. What I have come to know is that Our truth is a massive, massive love energy that is stronger, bigger, more powerful than anything that's being reflected to us or shown to us within the illusion. And I've touched on pieces of it, pieces of it throughout times. And it is so big that it's unconceivable it's even hard for a body of form to receive that amount of love. And so if you think of our truth being so great, so big, so massive, and to be able to receive that into a body of form and live that, that would also mean that anything that's unlike truth would have to be healed. So if you're carrying any doubt, any sadness, any anger, any pain, any traumas, you know, all of those things that we would be holding inside of us are an aspect of fear and judgment and unresolved emotions at some level that are unlike love. And we we all have them. We all have them. It's life. Those things happen. We have a mind and an ego. So all of those things happen. So to be in our truth, means to have to really filter our way and heal and bring love to all those unresolved emotions and all those pains and all those sadnesses and to offer the forgiveness to those that have may may have done us wrong in some way or, or we have perceived or judged right to, to they have done us wrong so and it's bringing love to those judgments as well and as that is done, then you you become ever more in your truth. It's it's a, it's an evolving, constantly evolving cycle. And so, a little bit of um, background and how this might work is: truth is really held in our throat chakra, 
So another name for the throat chakra would be the truth chakra. And that is where we express our truth. So if you have, you know, any thyroid issues or congestions in the throat or any kind of um, ailments of the throat, oftentimes that's a sign of you still not being in your truth. And there's, you know, needs to be some healing around there, maybe some singing around there, maybe some um, screaming, maybe some crying, maybe any kind of an expression of release. And our third chakra is very much tied directly to our solar plexus, which is our power center and our trust center, and um, also the center of joy. Those places are really connected. And and if you think about it, people who are um, trying to get power or who feel like they're powerless will often do a lot of manipulating or they'll do a lot out of yelling or anger with their voice. The the two are kind of tied together. So um, someone who is very in their truth and very present um, can often and and are, are centered in their power center often can be very silent because there's nothing that they have to try manipulate or say to get through their voice because they are, they are, their energy is centered there. So the two, the, the power center and our throat center are very connected. And any of those pains or unhealed energies or unforgivenesses, um, any of those things are held in the sacral. And that is a little bit below your belly button. And they have to do, it's your area of relationships. It's the area of letting go of the past. It's about the seasons and the changes of life and being able to flow through the changes of life. And so our flow center. And those those energies tend to get congested right there in that center. And as we bring love and as we bring forgiveness and resolution to those aspects of our life, that energy gets freed and it rises up into the solar plexus because the energy will rise up. And there we will have more energy for empowerment, more energy, more energy of trust and more energy of joy. And when that happens, there's usually a direct release in the throat chakra at the same time because those two are so tied So the more love that you can bring to yourself and the more resolution to any of those energies that are unlike love um, rises the energy up so it's available in the solar plexus and it comes up, it it continues to rise up into the throat and on and you become ever more in your truth. So it's, um, it's really an energetic thing and it has so much, so much to do with love the truth of the love that we are. So much comes back to this love and how we can love ourselves even more, how we can love ourselves into our truth. And, you know, give yourself some credit. This is, I've been on this conscious journey for 13 years and it's still evolving. And it's so easy to say, oh my goodness, I have more to work on or whatever. Um, but think about it. We're, we're we're born into this planet that's really the opposite of who we are. We we get born into dogmas. 
we're raised into um, religions. We're, we're given the family's belief systems. I mean, there's a whole package that we receive when we were born on this planet. And, um, and then we go off to school and we get a whole host more of ideas thrown at us, belief systems thrown at us. And then we enter middle school or junior high where we're really trying to figure out who we are and fitting in is everything. And so living your truth, unless you're the one that has the most excitement and passionate about passion about who you are, um, you'll tend to follow the rest of the group. Either that, if you're the one with the most passion, you might be the leader of the group. <laughs> and so, um, you know, so God bless all of us trying to discover the truth of who we are in and amongst all of that. And I think the closest, the closest to the truth, like if you're saying, okay, who am I really, you know, what are my gifts? What did I come here to do? Um, Beyond all of the veils, what is underneath this that is really, truly me? You know, how do I find this out? You know, if you're not a great meditator, you know, meditating is one way you could just say, show me my truth, you know, show me who I am without all the veils. And that is a great way to do it. I've had many, many glimpses of me in many aspects doing that, or when in yoga, or in one of those states of consciousness, where I'm showed bits and pieces. And so that's a fabulous way to do it. Um, You could set an intention for your dream state, and you could write this intention, you could put it under your pillow, you could lay it next to your bed. But whatever you focus on grows. So it could be something where you're, tonight I'm going to be shown in full clarity, you know, aspects of my truth that I'm ready to see now. And so that's an important piece because you might not be ready to see your full truth. You might, it might be more than you could possibly even handle. So show me what I'm ready to see right now. And you could focus on that in a meditation before bed. And and if you're like me, you might get this information even easier in a dream state because there your mind is shut off and your consciousness is in another place. So um, these images and intentions tend to come forth a lot easier because there isn't a mind getting in the way. God bless their beautiful minds, right? Um. And so if you think back, I think as children, we were probably the closest to our truths ever, right? So, you know, if you can reflect back when you were really young and think about, you know, what what were the things that really interested you? What, what movies interested you? Were they the magic movies? Were they the Cinderella movies? Were they the superhero movies? And what pieces of those movies really interested you? Because chances are there's a piece of those that resonate with the truth of you. And so you can go back and you can pick out those little pieces. And if you take time to do this, you can like, oh yeah, oh yeah. You will get so many ahas around this, why you are so interested in, you know, something as opposed to another. Um, You can think back to times where you were around adults, or maybe you were in, in school, or for me, it was even in church, 
where you were being told um, belief systems, you know, other people's idea of what they thought truth was. And there was an inner knowing in you that said, yeah, that just doesn't feel right. You know, there's something not quite right with this. And, you know, reflect back to those inner knowings because those also really hold a strong aspect of your truth. Um, I remember going, being a part of the Catholic Church, and I went to um, the religious education classes, and they told me a whole host of things. And I remember knowing one thing was absolutely true, and that was God was unconditional love. You know, I don't care what anyone said, God was unconditional love. And so when they would share to me things about um, sin and whatever, I would always bring that up. I'd say, well, if he's unconditional love, how could I be judged for not going to church on Sundays or not doing whatever? So if you reflect back to when you were so young, you know, your purest form on those things that you absolutely knew without a doubt that were unshakable, those are also aspects, you know, key keys to your truth. And if you think about even times, um, I know I would go to workshops or whatever, and I would be told things and shown things. Um, for example, for me, I started out my healing journey in um, something other than where I'm at now. And there was aspects of it that they taught me that I just knew weren't quite right. And I would question them and they would give me an answer that was clearly what I knew wasn't right. So there's times where you have to use your intuition and, you know, move on, disregard. Um, If you're not totally in your power, it's easy to swallow other people's truth. It's easy to swallow other belief systems. And so that's something that you don't need to do. You can you can listen to it and say, yeah, yeah inside and, and just kind of write it off. Or a little, you know, thank you for showing me what's not true to me. Sometimes you need to hear what's not true in order for you to know what's true. And so I love when this happens because it's an opportunity of clarity. It's an opportunity to just say, you know, thank you. Thank you for helping me be ever more clear so that I can know what's true for me and what's not. And then it's also a bit about being able to to speak it. And not that you have to. A lot of times you can just say nothing. But it's nice to have friends or family that you feel comfortable that you can share your truth with and you can feel safe to share your truth with. And if you are someone that is having challenges with your throat chakra, with um, losing your voice or sore throats, thyroid, those kind of things, that is something too that you would want to check in with. Do I have a network of people around me that are close, that I feel comfortable sharing in being who I really am around. And that will assist greatly with the throat chakra. And I'm just going to do a little check over here on the, um, in the chat board. Um, um, hello, everyone. Thanks you for jumping in. Hi, Beatrice. Hi, Yvonne. Um, hi, Gustavo. 
Um, thank you all for being here. So it, it's great to have you all in line here. And um, I don't have the call board turned in today. So if you have anything to ask, you can just put it in the chat and that would be awesome. Um, let me think here. I'm going to take a little peek at my notes. I put a bunch of notes on this. Um, So another big piece of our truth, and this is this is connecting back to the inner child as well, or the, when we were children, is our joy. Our joy is such a strong aspect of our truth. In truth, we are love and we are joy. And as we trust ourselves more, is we trust the truth of who we are more, and we feel free to express that, we are in more joy, we are in more trust, and we are in our truth. And so if you are someone who has put your joy on hold because you've got so many things to do, um, you know, I beg you, please don't, if you are wanting to have, live more in your truth, because it is such an important such an important piece. We came here for this. We came here to, um, well, if those who are listening to this show, you came here to live the greatest aspect of yourself you possibly can and to have as much joy as you can in this lifetime. So, you know, add pieces of your greatest joy into your day, weave them into your to-do list, weave them into things that might seem monotonous and make them more joyful. And when you can look at the things that really, really bring you joy, um, those are, those are pieces. Those are keys to your truth. Um, I can, I can remember as a child laying in nature and I'm sure many of you, you have done this where you lay on your back and you look up at the clouds and you watch the clouds floating by and you look at the leaves. And I can remember looking through the leaves, looking through the branches, looking to the point where I saw colors floating, could see the energy of the colors floating through the sky. So those are aspects of our truth. And those, those are, that's something that I hadn't thought about for a long time, but I used to just do this naturally as a child. And now it's something after many, many years of conditioning, I have to go back and go, oh yeah, that's right. I remember I could do that. And I actually laid down the other day and practiced it and I could still do it. And it's, it's, it's amazing how we get so caught up in life, in the illusion that we forget, we forget about these things. So I love going back to the childhood knowings the childhood memories, and, and sometimes you might have to just sit and journal on it to, you know, recall some of these things, because um, it, it's so easy when we're ch- children to to shut them out if they don't seem acceptable, shut them out if they don't seem safe, shut them out if we got trouble for expressing them and and we were, you know, called weird or crazy or wackadoo or whatever it may be. And so there's lots of reasons um, that we've kind of dismissed some of these gifts, and all of those are aspects of our truth. 
And I'm going to take another little peek here and make sure I have. Um... And so as, as you move ever more into your truth, if, if this is a goal for you, and it has been for me for quite some time, um, you will notice, you will notice lots of interesting things. You will notice people possibly lying to you. You will notice maybe lots of movies popping up that are about, you know, manipulation or people not living the life that they were meant to live. You, there'll, there'll be many experiences around this. Um, as I get closer and closer, I get all kinds of those experiences. So it, it's like anything, when you put your intention on healing something or becoming more of it, anything unlike that has to release. And so anything unlike your truth is going to come out and, and be in front of you. So it, it's quite comical. Um, at, at first, it's like almost a shock. And after you get used to the experience, you're like, oh, yeah, that's me doing the work. It's working because I'm releasing everything unlike it. And so thank you. Thank you, universe, for showing me that that I'm a creator and all the work that I'm doing is is bringing forth resolution and bringing me clarity and bringing, bringing me ever closer to my truth. And so... Um, I want to thank you, everyone. I, I do want to pull a cards of clarity before I go. And unless anyone has anything in the chat that they want to ask about truth or want to add to it. Um, oh, okay. I was on the phone line trying to connect with you. Oh, rats. Sorry, Gary. This is the one time I didn't turn the phone line on. And I always do that. And today I didn't. So shoot. I would have loved to have had a chat with you. So forgive me. I'll turn it on next week. Um, so I do want to pull one cards of clarity before I go. Um, Cause I love these cards and they always bring about a healing as well. So I'm just going to pull one today. Okay. And I'm going to ask for the card that would offer uh, the greatest energy, the greatest wisdom and clarity to all of those that are going to be connecting with this show. It will be funny if I get the truth card. There is one of those in here. Okay, let's see what we got. Ah, Master Lanto. Fantastic. And I'm going to show you so you can feel the energy of this card. It's Master Lanto. And it's Ascended Master. It's Ascended Master 5. Mm. That card makes me happy. I love getting the uh, Master Lanto card. Ascended Master... Five, Master Lanto, you are divinely inspired. How often do you have a wonderful idea or creation that comes to mind and do not act on it? Your soul is seeking to express its truth as an illumination of all the love that is. To be fully illuminated is an expression of action 
in a world that is in constant motion. Your divine inspiration abounds at this time, and you are being supported to not hold back on bringing it into form. Take a moment and appreciate the sun, feel its warmth, and appreciate that its presence creates food, shelter, shade, and more. Then begin to allow this illumination to radiate through you and as you experience yourself as a divine creator. And from this place, call forth your inspiration and delight in the reconnection that has been established. So, so many of the Ascended Masters have been on this planet as examples of truth, to remind us of our truth. And Jesus, the Master Teacher, right, was here more than anything to to remind us um, of what we could do, right? He was the example of not only unconditional love, but trust and, you know, trust and absolute knowing. He, he could not have created the miracles that he created without the love and the trust because the doubt would have not created the miracles. So he, all of these ascended masters were probably you know, the closest examples that we've had of, of beings that have been fully in their truth. And many of them had various pathways of how to get there and they've all been unique. And so we all have our unique pathways of getting there as well. But thank goodness to them that we had examples so that we knew that it could be done. And so we, we know what's possible for all of us, for everyone. Um, so let me read this. Yvonne said, could you offer a practice that would assist in protecting the truth teller from being isolated or cast aside by telling the truth? Um, and so the one thing I did forget to mention, as you become more and more in your truth, it's like you get this... Um, you, you get this great bullshit, bullshit um, detector inside of you. It's like you can go anywhere and tell instantly if someone is in their heart and they care, you know, it has everyone's best interests, or if there's someone there that's just BSing and trying to get away with something or has a different motive or has a motive that's not for the highest good. So once you are there, once you become more in your truth, you can pick people out really well. And you can kind of tell by their energy immediately if they are someone you want to, to engage with or not. And boy, I, I don't know if there's an energetic practice so much. Um, you can do the hand on the heart and say, in this moment, I trust myself because there's, it's so much about trust it's if you, and it's the power center again, right? Trusting yourself. If you trust and feel strong and you're in your joy, you automatically have a shield that's built around you and you're kind of protected from anything. And joy is a massive protector. And the more that you're in your power center, that is a massive um, protection. Um, as is if you use the Egyptian healing rods, you know, regularly, they help build your a robust energy field. But I would suggest if you're not 
feeling comfortable speaking your truth to not. I mean, don't don't say anything. You know, wait wait for an opportunity where you feel comfortable with people you feel around comfortable with. You know, unless there's somebody that, that's doing something that's violating you in some way and you need to speak your truth, that that's a different story. Then you then you need to say something. But if it's um, just in a conversation where you don't have to share what you're thinking, um, I know a lot of times I say nothing in, in a lot of the conversations. Um, it, it, it's it's a gauging of the consciousness of the people that are around you, and if what you're saying will be received in the right manner, you know, and and maybe what you're saying will not even be helpful to them because they can't even conceive of that. And so a lot of times I say nothing depending on the, the consciousness of the group that I'm talking to. So I hope that answered your question. Um, Yeah, there's so much about the truth teller being cast away. And I think um, for many of us on the journey um, as as lightworkers and and healers, there's so much feeling of not being safe. And that's the first chakra. And it's really about safety, about being who you truly are and seeing in your truth. Um, you'll, You'll have a good idea if how you feel about that. Um, if you've had any of those naked dreams <laughs> where you're, you don't have your clothes on and you're running and hiding, you know, looking for a locker if you're in school or whatever to hide yourself. Th- those dreams are about that. They're not about being seen, you know, without your clothes on. They're about being seen in your naked authenticity. And so th- those those dreams tend to um, give things away <laughs> a little bit and um, give, give you an idea of where you are on that. I used to have those a lot when I was young. Um, um, not so much anymore. So I honestly, lately I've been finding myself at hot springs where um, clothing is optional and running into people that feel very comfortable not wearing clothes and being in their naked authenticity or not, but they're naked. And so I'm seeing that as a sign for me that I'm feeling more comfortable being my truth. And I'm very comfortable and fine around them. So (laughs) Um, luckily we live in a world of mirrors. So we always have things mirroring to us where we're at energetically. So if you are aware and you can kind of read the mirrors, you get a good idea of what's going on. So that's a beautiful thing. Um, And Gary, I love that you got Jesus sitting in meditation saying, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I was really feeling that energy of Jesus as I was sharing, sharing about him being the master teacher. So I love that you got that as well. Um, Okay. Well, thank you so much, everyone. And I hope this show was a little bit helpful and and inspiring you more to be more in your truth and to live your truth. Because truly, I don't think there's any other way to live. Um, If you haven't subscribed for um, Oneness Talk Radio YouTube, please do that. That'll help us all. There are lots of great hosts on Oneness Talk Radio. 
and we all would like and need your support. So go do that, please, if you haven't. And until next week, I hope you all have a fabulous week. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.